Hello. You're listening to Mock Footage. These two pals really like movies, but one of them hasn't seen very many, okay? Our hosts won't be using any nasty language, so you can share this with your grandma. And they will be discussing major plot details, so here's your dang spoiler warning. Hey, everyone! Hey! Hey. Hi! Oh, hey, Joe! I'm in such a good mood after Jumanji still. I know, it feels just like two hours ago. It feels... Just, Re- just like... Remember when Robin Williams said that really, really good line? Just kidding. It was it was Sarah who said it. Can you give me? Can you give it to me? It was. Don't worry about him, Peter. He's a Libra. That was that was perfect delivery, spot on. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good burn. <laughs> Hey there, hey there, gamer geeks. Hey there, board game enthusiasts. Welcome back. Are you excited to be back in this show where we talk about movies that are about board games? I'm Joe Langwise, and this week we're talking about Zathura. My name is Ray Giroso, and I have never played this game. Mm-hmm. So with that in mind, Ray, let's go ahead and uh, grab some dice and start a rolling so we can get sent to space or whatever happens in this one. And... Um, you know, 12. fight off space rhinos and space monkeys. I'm pretty sure it's just like Jumanji, but in space, right? 12 again. I think this dice is loaded. <laughs> 12 again! I'm not joking! 5, okay. Whew! Alright. Um, Ray, what happens in Zathura? Okay, let's... Okay, I want to talk about the... The 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 quick synopsis that shows up on like IMDb and Amazon and Wikipedia. Okay, yeah, yeah. Just like your basic run of the mill, yeah. yeah, straightforward. Plot um, uh, here I'm reading it word for word from the internet source. <laughs> me, a spiritual successor to Jumanji. Jumanji's super hip, forward-thinking, high-tech cousin is in town. What kind of hijinks will Judy and Peter encounter as they play Zathura? Hasbro adventure awaits right in your living room. Okay, so it's it's a direct sequel. It's Judy and no. Peter. No. The, the names are the same. It's, That's okay, it. It's another set of kids named Judy and Peter. Yep. Are you ready? Uh-huh. Are you ready for this plot? Yeah. So Zathura follows Sarah as she babysits Judy and Peter while their single father, Alan, <laughs> is away. Except... <laughs> listen. Okay. Accepting an award for his new shoe line called Cosmic Kicks. Okay. All the kids want to do is stay in their rooms and ignore Sarah, but as a responsible teenage babysitter, she coaxes them into playing Zathura. You know, normal teenage babysitter things that everyone can relate to. Um, And it's a game that Alan picked up from a yard sale, but it, it quickly becomes very apparent that Sarah, Peter, and Judy have to face interstellar obstacles summoned by the game so that they don't die. Mm hmm. Uh, and so there's obstacles like meteors, the killer singing spaceman, and possibly falling into the sun. But they who, manage to win. Who is the killer singing spaceman played by? Because I think there's one right answer. Wait, wait, ask that again? Who is the killer singing spaceman played by? Brendan Urie. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Different What was generation. your answer? My answer was David Bowie. Oh, that's... That's Labyrinth, Joe. 
People can be in more than one movie, right? No, there's a, a blood contract with every single Hollywood star. Except for Will Smith, whose memory is erased every time he does a movie, so he can be in multiple movies. Correct. This was something he asked for. Right. In the very he doesn't beginning. remember that, but it's true. No, it's it's the tragic part of... It's why he's going to become the villain one day. Anyway. So, that's that's the, the most basic plot. It's just... It's very similar to Jumanji, um, in that there's a dangerous game, and mm-hmm. they have to, to escape with their lives. But this time, there's no Robin Williams to help. Okay. It's just the three... It's just the three kids. Kids. Okay. Um, but what's really fun about the movie is that it all technically takes place in the house. Okay. Because if they... I'm pretty sure the house acts as a hub, because if they leave the house, like, they just fall into space. Okay. All right. Um, so. what's... What's one of like what's the what's the song that they played in the trailer? Space Man by the Killers. Okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, good like, answer. Well, the... <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> um and what are what are some of the what are some of the like obstacles and uh contraptions that pop out of the, the game board and Okay, so I think one of the earlier ones is the meteors that I mentioned and how they work is that they just kind of blast through the house and Mm -hmm. like leave holes and the kids just have to, you know, not get hit by them. Okay. Um, And those holes remain there during the whole movie. It just looks bad. Right. Okay. Just kind of like Jumanji where there's this like this buildup of strain and stress that the game has caused on the world. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And there's also... Uh, I didn't mention this one, but there's the the one where they are, what's the word? Um, you know, help me. Colliding. Yes, about to collide with an asteroid. Okay. Um, and and what, they, what they narrowly. What? What do they do to get out of that? They scream. The the thing is, it's it's just like um the the Jumanji one where they're not actually in any danger, okay. and the I think one of them I I think it might be Sarah, uh rolls and it's like oh gravity reverses okay okay because you know Uno right Uno also out. made by Hasbro <laughs> I think <laughs> um all right. So, are there any, like, I guess we'll start with the game itself. Is Zathura like Jumanji in that it's a uh, benevolent spirit, or at least according to our mythology, like, it's helping these people get something? I think, yes. Um, It's um, not as profound as Jumanji. Uh, I think uh, it, it helps Sarah to realize that, you know, maybe being social and trying to help these kids isn't like trying to make people interact isn't always good like okay. forcing people out of their comfort zone okay and then also it teaches the kids you know maybe do step out of your comfort zone so sure. they do understand each other a little bit more okay um but there's no like father son masculinity well that's that was of... gonna be my next thing is like is there a villain is there something like something that comes out of the game early on that is like a constant threat or is it all just kind of like back-to-back hazards no, I think it's it's uh it's hazards and that's why it's not as compelling as Jumanji. Okay. It's the fact that there's no like underlying thread of a moral lesson okay. that 
the main characters have to learn, or aside from, learn to learn to be better people. Yeah, I mean, and that's just like something that happens because they win. It's not, it's not written into the story at all. Yeah, it's definitely market. The movie is to market Zathura, the board okay. game. Are there like, any cool like space weapons or spaceships or like what? I mean, you you've mentioned meteorites and asteroids, which are both rocks in space. What else happens? Have you seen the light cycles from Tron? Because I haven't, but that is definitely in this movie. I mean, you've played Kingdom Hearts, so I've played Kingdom Hearts. That's true. Which is just, you know, that's where I get most of my Disney knowledge. Mm-hmm. That's a lie. That's an absolute lie. Well, is it half <laughs> I think and it half? Might be true, right? Half and half. <laughs> it's half and half. Okay, so there's light cycles. Wait, so so if they're all if they're stuck in the house, where do the light cycles go? So they're not like it so the light cycles are from like a roving space pirate group and okay. they like shark around the house. Okay. Like okay. trying to to lure the kids out by, you know, like being rude and Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a it's kind of a cute reference to the opening of Jumanji where the kids are sharking around Alan and okay. they beat him up. Okay. Except, and you know, obviously they're not calling towards Alan, but they're just like trying to uh, coax these kids into coming out of the house because if you come out of the house, you just fall into space. Right. Right. Okay. Um, I do have to address the space elephant in the room. Sarah does not have her signature look. In this one, unfortunately. It's a different character, right? Yeah. But Is she you cool would think... at least for 2001 or whenever this came out? She makes a reference to tarot cards, but like, okay. she's kind of bland. Okay. She's like... What, are, what about the other kids, Judy and Peter? Um, Have you... Do you know... <laughs> uh, do you remember the little brother in Wizards of Waverly Place? The youngest one. No. <laughs> okay. He's like him. He's very, like, excitable, but also very smart. Okay. And he's more outgoing than um, Judy. Okay. Hey, real quick, outside of the podcast while you're thinking, can I just say, I hate how easily I just transfer into, yes, this is fact mode now. <laughs> I love it. I love uh, it. That's important. Yeah. And honestly, you're like write about some things which is oh no (laughs) they're in space probably um were any of the were any susan judy and peter were any of them particularly good act sorry sarah judy and peter (laughs) were any of them particularly good actors or bad actors was there any performances that stood out to you judy all the Judy didn't get a lot of lines, but the way she emoted uh, throughout a lot of the scenes and reacted okay. to a lot of the CGI uh, okay. reminded me a lot of the acting in Jurassic Park that was very real, very raw. Okay. Just like, if these kids were here in this situation, this is probably what would happen. Okay, that's Mine... really cool. I'm looking forward yeah. to that. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't remember liking this movie, but I'll be honest, I really don't remember a whole lot about it at all, so maybe uh-huh. that's a thing. I'll, I'll keep an eye out. Okay, good. Me too. All right, right. Oh, one more detail. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, instead of rolling dice, they do a little pop thing, like in um. Trouble. Sorry. Trouble. Yeah, where it's like a space helmet, and you have to <laughs> you bop it, 
And, and then is it, it like the astronauts' eyes are like display the numbers? <laughs> yeah, and then no it displays. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's exactly what it's. The first thing they roll is no sale, and they're like, "What does this mean? What does that mean?" <laughs> it means that your your father didn't buy this. Alan didn't buy this game. It's he stolen. Just took it's it from stolen. A yard that's sale. why it punishes them. <laughs> it's teaching them a moral about stealing. All right, what line in the movie? What <laughs> what cool movie magic line? And you'd think that you would get like better at this with time, but I feel like you're getting worse. <laughs> I okay. I was about to say no such thing as a good war kiddo, but that's not. <laughs> that's not. That's not. What line this. stuck out to you the most? Um, you really would think I would get better at one liners, but I don't understand why. Okay, let's real quick. No, get into I, it. Yeah, I don't really. Me personally, don't understand why like characters in movies get like cheesy one-liners when uh-huh. they could just talk endlessly and have a monologue like the president did in um, Independence Day and right. like really conveyed a lot of emotion. Because I, I, I talk a lot. Surprise! I used to think I didn't. You used uh, to not. I used to not. That's true. I was a very shy boy, and then I played Jumanji three times. <laughs> oh man! And uh, no, I I just don't get one-liners. They don't really click with me. They don't. They, it's not that they don't sit well. They they're memorable, but like you know, like "Long Live the King" is really good by Scar from Lion King. And oh Jesus. yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you haven't seen the remake. I don't know if he says it. <laughs> Well, um, I don't necessarily mean a one-liner. I don't mean, like, you know, harvest time or price check, necessarily. Because there are some times that, like, uh, it is one of the more... I mean, you... Uh, oh, like... Get the perfection, uh, you... Yeah, yeah, that was really good. So just, there was just a lot the of line that sticks out to you as the most evocative or the, the thing that stuck with you the most when you watched this movie for the first time. Oh, yeah. Um, it's by... Okay, wait. Mm-hmm. It's by Sarah. Okay. And she says, is this the first time they, like, end up in... Like, like they take a look outside of the house. Uh-huh. And she's like, I always wanted to go to space, but never in a house. Does she say, but never in a house? Yeah. Does she really say that? That's some bad writing. Yeah, and then... Well, it's a bad movie. <laughs> Let's find out. Is it a bad movie or am I bad at making plots? Mm. No, 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 no. That was great. And (laughs) I think that if you had left it at (laughs) I've always wanted to go to space, I would have believed it. Would have been good. That would have been fine. But I have to keep talking because I need to fill the empty void that is my life. (laughs) Okay, let's go watch a movie, buddy. (laughs) Okay. Oh, it's an. And to, to be fair, it is about an empty void. So, yay! Gotcha. But you know what isn't empty? This bucket of popcorn. I'm here in the popcorn break, and I'm going to read you some ads from our sponsors. This week, we're being sponsored by Lunar Light Studio, and I'd like to tell you about two shows on the network for you to go check out when you're done with this. To get started, you may have noticed a little while ago that we kind of planted the seed by talking about Kingdom Hearts a little bit. Kingdom Hearts is actually a really important portion of Deck of Friendship. 
Deck of Friendship is a podcast where every week your hosts Marble, Ray, and Mars review an episode of an anime based on a real-life game and talk about the themes and cultural importance while proclaiming their love of friendship and trying to make each other laugh. Currently, they are running through the first season of Yu-Gi-Oh! and have plans to tackle shows like Bakugan, Cardfight, Digimon, and more. Deck of Friendship can be found on Lunar Light Studio every Tuesday or wherever you get your podcasts. It's another really great weekly show here on the network. And the other show that I'd like to talk to you about this week is The Good Boys Girls. The Good Boys Girls is a fan podcast for the McElroy family of products and it's hosted by actual real-life girlfriends Lily Blue and Haley Rose. The Good Boys Girls is your first stop in discovering or celebrating everyone's favorite content creators, the McElroy Brothers. Airing every other Friday on Lunar Light Studio or wherever you get your podcasts, The Good Boys Girls take a hammer and fix the podcast. Um, that's another really wonderful show here on Lunar Light Network. They're all wonderful shows, as I tell you every week. So go check some of them out and maybe even support us on Patreon. But we're not going to get into that now. We're going to get into the second half of the episode. Enjoy! I'm recording! Uh, 40? Doesn't matter. <laughs> I can't tell. I can't tell if I'm mad. There were too many. There were too many emotions. Oh, uh... Ray, how are you? How are you feeling right now that we're back on Earth, back from outer space? If this movie, if I watched this movie when it came out, I'd think it's okay. I don't like this Mm -hmm. movie. Yeah, yeah, that's. That's where I'm at, because I did watch it close to when it came out, and I remember thinking it was okay, but not liking it. Not liking it as much as Jumanji, and feeling like, mm, I don't really ever want to watch that again, necessarily. I think I maybe did see it twice in my life. I know that but... we want to... Oh, sorry. Go on. Um. Uh, okay, <laughs> listen. Listen, y'all, folks, audience... I'm not going to lie. This is going to be a struggle to get through, so I'm just going to lay out what we're going to do here, okay? Joe's going to give you a plot synopsis. We're going to talk about what I got right, what I got wrong, and then we're going to tear this movie apart and say why Jumanji was better. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay, so yeah. Then uh, the fast version. Um, let's see. Brothers. Brothers. Walter. Walter. And Danny. And Danny. Goodness gracious. And Peter. <laughs> Walter and Danny and Sarah um, are like at odds with each other because they're little brothers and that's how little brothers are they're Ugh. like that's how children brothers are they're mad at each other all the time also their parents have gone through a divorce and they're feeling the stress of that and so the beginning of the movie just shows how they're bad at being brothers to one another and um then like dad has to leave the house for a little while and they are left in the care of their teenage sister Lily Lisa Lisa <laughs> You're tearing me apart Lisa that's the only reason why I remembered her name and it'll be evident why I can't remember her name <laughs> as we go forward uh... um as they are chilling in the house uh Danny finds a board game in the basement called Zathura and he's like oh let's play it it's cool 
and then he starts playing it, and the first turn, uh, he the spaceship moves on the game board, and meteors hit the house. And ding, then, ding. Then they're like, oh, no, we're in a space game. Um, and so then, like, more and more events happen as they proceed through the game, just like Jumanji. Um, at one point, Danny... Do they happen? <laughs> at one Continue. point, Danny... <laughs> Uh, rescues an astronaut from outer space who helps them la- navigate the space adventure. Um, oh, very early on in the game, I think like the second turn or something, Lisa is put on ice. Uh, literally she, put on ice. Literally fridged. Um, she's put into cryonic sleep and then wakes up later and doesn't still doesn't realize that they're in a space game um, for another couple of terms. So she's just out of the picture. And then... Um, the plot unfolds and it turns out that the astronaut was really a future version of Walter that had wished that his brother was never born and then he wasn't able to finish the game and then he was sent back in time when Danny rolled the thing, I guess. Um, and also while he's there helping out, Lisa, like, makes amorous eyes at him because that's like one of the two things that she gets to do in this movie is fall in love with a future version of her brother. Um, and then they finish the game and Walter learns the meaning of brotherhood and tells Danny exactly what it is, uh, completely spells it out as they do with everything in the movie. And then uh, everything resets and they go back to their life and they all agree never to talk about it again. And that's literally, I'm literally falling asleep. I'm mm-hmm. so tired. Mm-hmm. This is a different tired from the room, but it's just as weary. Things that you got right. I'm going to wait let's, for the let's sirens. Let's wait. Let's wait. Let's wait. There were no sirens. Or, in this let's night. just go. I mean, everything's on fire anyway, so. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Okay. So okay. things that you got right. You called the first card as being a meteor strike. I Okay. And they went through the house. And they went through the house. You mentioned light cycles sharking around the house to try to lure the people out. There weren't light cycles, but there was, like, space pirates circling around the house at one point. Um, Call them by their name. Zargons. Zorgons. Shape of of space. Space, Shape of lizard. Um, And you said that there was a single dad. Yep. And that there was a babysitter, which I literally couldn't remember. I thought it was the babysitter and her boyfriend from memory. Because there's a... I just... Okay, I cut it out, but I just swore because of how angry I am right now. Hey, there's a Dax Shepard in this movie. The name of... Um, the reason why they brought Dax Shepard into this movie is because to tie it into Jumanji, Sarah's last name is Shepard. Question mark? In Jumanji? No, it was the kids. The kids were the kids Judy were and Peter Shepherd. Right, yeah. And they had to shepherd Alan into the next life because welcome to the Bible. Whoa. <laughs> into the next life. Um, <laughs> Jumanji. Okay, so yeah, got those things right. So, yeah, so you, yeah, sister you said was, was there. A babysitter, but it was their sister, whatever. Um, got none of the names. Got none of the names. That's okay, though. Yeah. I got most of them from Jumanji. All of them from Jumanji. 
They fell into a sun. What? Yeah. Did they, you say they, that? I did. It was one of my things yeah. is that they fell into a sun. They they got pulled into the gravity of Th- Thersis. That's yeah. not the name of it. Th- Thessalon Th- 3 or Th- Tor- something. Torsis Tor- Tor- 3. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I got a couple more things, but I'm too weary to try and You got, think. you got, I mean, that was, that was pretty much it. You beat the game. You said it was two brothers, right? No, no, no. You said no, it was No, I said it's Judy and Judy, and, Judy Peter. and Peter. Yeah. And you also like, didn't, you said that they were like working together and like the, the themes of your plot didn't match up with the themes of this movie whatsoever. No, Um, but, but there movie, were themes. Your movie was better, so... Um, they couldn't leave the house or else they would die. Yeah, but sometimes... Sometimes Like, there was sometimes oxygen in space and there was sometimes gravity in space, basically, whenever they were there. Um, like at, Were like... they in danger? Joe, no one saw that, Joe! That, Joe I, was... I, welcome Joe... to Shrug City, Ray. Joe sent big shrugs <laughs> all the way up to his eyebrows. I shrugged to space. Which is where I'm at. I got I got left in space. Zathura, the black hole, sucked them back to reality, and I'm still there. Hey, I'm okay. St- hey, you want to complain about the final CGI scene? Because you were really upset at that. The robot blew, blasting up the stairs. The robot was so bad. The robot made me so angry. The, they do... Okay, the robot, I think, um, just really nails down a lot of the problems with this movie into the way the robot is introduced. Yeah. The robot is introduced. It's a, the card says, the card pops out of the game and it says, uh, your, your robot is malfunctioning. And then there's this ominous music and these loud thudding footsteps as you see the shadow of the robot coming around the corner. And they're just sitting there like, oh no, a, ro- a big scary robot. And then it comes around the corner and it's actually like a little toy robot that's like three inches tall. And it's like, Oh, I'm a little toy robot. I can't hurt anyone. And then they start yelling at each other about how the the robot's a little toy and it's not that cool and they're just arguing. And in the background, the robot gets big for no reason. And now it really is a threat. Okay, here we go. The robot is a metaphor for the relationship. And at the end, it helps them. I tried to follow that. I I tried to follow. <laughs> I tried to give this movie any credence, any any excuses. And honestly, for the first like before they find the game, when they're just at the house with the dad, it was a nice movie. It's fine, and Love- even the beginning is like an okay movie. But uh-huh. it's basically as soon as Lisa falls as- or is turned to ice, and then after she comes back, <laughs> it's it's just. So much bull honky. There's okay, okay. Hogwash. You didn't talk about the CGI problems. You talked about the robot issues. Okay, but the, I the do. CGI of the robot is garbage, and it it is not believe like it's. Was it CGI? Yes, the robot. You can see I... like the the flaps folding up and everything, and okay, I thought it was sometimes CGI, sometimes puppet, but uh, I think that was the case with the Zorgons. I think the CGI the, the Zorgons the were definitely was... puppets, and I want one. The robot was entirely CGI. I I'm sure of it, and the it wasn't just the robot, but that whole scene where he's reprogramming it. They, they especially uh... in the back half of the movie, they take 
all of their time to explain everything and say everything specifically and out loud and then again and like they they are just padding for time there's no they, they don't leave anything to subtlety they don't leave anything to viewer into interpretation Joe, that's the whole movie. This movie did not have a lot of action. It's 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 as though the characters don't even learn anything. Like they are just told the things they need to know, and then they say it again, and they're like, "Oh, I've learned this," which is the there, opposite of Jumanji. <laughs> this was not an adventure. It was watching people argue, and then things happen to them. That was it. Yes. Yeah, and, and then and, and then all compared of a sudden... to Jumanji, where the the characters are actively reacting to the things going on. Yes, that's the big difference for me. Yeah, and it's hard to react to CG, and that that understand probably becomes that. more and more apparent throughout the movie. Yeah, like I'm not gonna, I'm giving it the benefit of the doubt. Early two thousands CG was like the thing. I'm not a film critic, though. I did not enjoy this movie. It, it, uh, acting was fine. Loved the dad. Dad was great. Dad Loved was dad. Great. Dad was a very Tim good. Robbins as dad was very good, and I'll even give kudos to Dax Shepard as the as the astronaut as older Walter. It's fine. So... Yeah, Kristen even... Stewart didn't have a lot to to work with. Yeah, Kristen Stewart was great, but they they completely cut that character off at the knees. I wanna I'm curious to know if she got signed on to this movie and then had to do Twilight during it. Like I'm curious. No, this movie came out in 2005, Twilight came out in 2008. Okay. Cuz like she was no. missing from a large chunk of this, this movie. This movie was poorly written. And I'm like they literally did the fridging of the female character and yeah. I was upset. She had a character. Like she's introduced as somebody who like she's she's like angry at her dad for waking her up from her nap and she's got this bad attitude she's this punk rock girl like she whatever has, she and, has a nice little exchange with dad about hooking up with a guy and he's like i don't what does that mean it's like it doesn't yeah. mean anything and i'm like this is cute yeah this it, is like this that felt like a nice exchange they're setting up her character and then they put her in a fridge and then when she wakes up the first thing that she does is fall Fall in love with the first guy that she sees, which happens uh-huh. to be an older version of her brother. Uh-huh. Why? What an insane decision to make. She could have just been somebody who helped the team. But no. She did, but that was way underplayed. Yes. Yeah, they just she, wrote it off. She sh- she kicked a piano down the stairs to kill one of those organs. Wonderful moment. It was so good, and it was like almost off camera. Like they did not pay it any mind. They barely nope. they barely acknowledged it. Another thing, when they were getting sucked into the black hole at the end, she saved Walter, and then she got taken, and yeah. you don't have time to think about that. But she did a good thing for her brother. Why were they Why were they sucked into the black hole at the end? The, Be- because it has to reset, and black holes are a reset. There are so many things that are a waste of time, especially in the back half of this movie. We did not need Dax Shepard to be adult Walter, is the thing. No, no. Well, no, no, no. I, 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 think that that was, I think that that was a fine plot point. And I, I like the way that they introduced it and led up to it. There's, there's a scene where, where Walter says to Danny, cause D- Walter doesn't like the astronaut at first. And the Danny extended resolution him. of it was cr- terrible. Yeah. So the, the reason that 
um, Walt, Walter Astron is stuck in space is because when he played the game the first time, he got a shooting star card and wished that his little brother Danny had never been born. And then they play the game again 15 years later or whatever in time. For some and, reason. And um, Walter gets sent back through a wormhole. And time sphincter. I'm not going to say time sphincter on this podcast, but I guess I just did. Can I say it? Yep. Time sphincter. Mm-hmm. And... You can cut that. Nope. No, it's it's all staying in. It's all good, right? Why should we cut anything or edit anything down? Just it leave it all matter. in! It just, just end it. Just end this episode. We don't have content. We're just putting in extra minutes at this point. Walter... There's nothing in this last eight minutes, Joe. There's a moment where Walter is yelling at Danny and saying, Are you my brother or his? gesturing toward the astronaut and it's revealed mm-hmm. later that they are the same person and for a like movie that is for children like it was a decent mystery the setup was okay the the way that the things resolve between those three characters not the way that they resolve <laughs> but uh-huh. the way that they get set up and built up is all pretty pretty okay i think passable yeah that's fine honestly i didn't expect Dax Shepard to to like have any big tie. I part of me no. just wanted him to be an astronaut. They what they what they could have done after they revealed all of that and like like Lisa was awake again and they were just trying to finish the game as quickly as possible is just done that and reset and then astronaut Walter never existed or whatever you know the, the rules of the game. But no, they had to go the extra mile of Walter spinning another wish card which makes it completely not special and then wishing that the astronaut get got his brother back and then they spend like three minutes just like disappearing into one another for for no like we we get it they they learned their lesson like the the walter gets that he should appreciate his brother and like not be such a a little jerk i think that um I'm sorry to cut you off. No, please cut me off. I'm just I, I padding think, for time like Zathura. I think that um, this movie is a great indicator of how people deal with loss and regret. Yeah. I deal with it by just being tired and reclusive, and Joe just gesticulates and gets <gasps> louder and louder. Okay, you mean like our reaction yes, to the real... loss of our time. Yeah. Sorry. Did you mean the movie? Did you think I meant the movie? No, you're right. Uh, trying to give it too much credit. <laughs> when did they experience loss and rejection? I mean, like, the way that they're set up, like, Walter is, like, really extra rude to his brother. They're going through, like, the fact they're that going the through divorced. Separated and... parents, which yeah, is a and... real thing. And I did like how that was conve- conveyed through the stress that they were going through. But based on the writing in the back half of the movie like it it feels like everything that could be interpreted as like a good story point is done accidentally like it it doesn't feel like anything is intentional and also i think that applies to how they play the game if we go if we think about jumanji again like i or we crafted this theory that jumanji is not like a malevolent spirit and they were never in any real harm but you have to like really look for that you have to like make that decision when you watch the movie to be like oh okay i can see that zathura 
they are not capable whatsoever. Like, there's a scene where Danny is rescuing Please, the game yes. from a Zorgon ship because it got put there somehow when the house was partially destroyed. And it's, like, on this conveyor belt, then it's leading toward the fire, and it's going to be incinerated. And, like, he's, like, chasing it down the conveyor belt, and he gets scared because there's a Zorgon at the end that's about to shovel it in. And the, the reason that he's able to save the game is some goats start leaving the room. The goats were released because he, uh, like, un, undid the chain that was penning them in, and... and um, then when the Zorgon leaves, he's able to grab the game from the pile of this stuff. This was all an accident. A happy it, accident. It was all he an did accident. not plan he any of not, that. He did not open the gate so that the goats would leave. He did not, like, grab the game before it was going to be... Joe, Joe, What? Do you remember when Peter rigged an entire weight yeah, boat with scuba to, to beat up Safari Man? And it was great! And I then mean, price was... check happened? It was just as far-fetched, but it makes you root for the character instead of being like, wow, this game is really just letting them win, huh? Mm-hmm. 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 What was your favorite event? <sighs> um, I actually really liked the gravity well, which I know it was kind of lame, but... I mean, it was fun. I thought it was kind of cool. Um, I'm trying to think what I liked. I just like the Zargons. The Zargons are fun. So, yeah, I do want to talk about the Zorgons were, like... Zorgons, sorry. I, I don't think that they were completely CG. No, they were definitely... No, they're, I saw in the credits puppeteers, and I okay. they looked very puppety to me, and yeah. I wanted one. They were, I want they a were Zorgon. pretty cool. Um, they, especially I was in that worried. Scene, you were worried about what? I was worried they were never actually going to show a Zorgon. Yeah. And I was like, this movie could have done it because they kept like baiting it with the walkie talkies mm -hmm. and stuff like that. I'm like, we're never going to see them. I was worried they were going to stink because the robots stunk. And I was thinking about Independence Day where they showed the aliens mm. and it made everything worse. And I remember being unimpressed by the aliens when I was a kid. Like, I remember... The they were goofy kids. fun. They were goofy. When when Danny was in the incinerator room and, like, there's that trash pile, it really, really reminded me of Labyrinth. Like, it had the same yeah. energy. And it yeah. was really good. Like, I was like, this is cool. Yeah, these organs are all right. Um, yeah, I was a fan of the Zorgons. Um, it, it's so frustrating because it uses the it uses the formula from Jumanji, and then it just spits on it, and it's a bad movie, and it could be good. Like it it could be cool. There's no phasers or lasers. There's nothing. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm really proud of you for being able to carry this anger into passion. I can't right now. <laughs> it was just. It was tiresome, and it was long, mm -hmm. and it wasn't, it didn't feel good. It didn't make me feel good at the end. No. It, no. It felt like I had to experience this, even though I wanted to. They And that's not because we're doing it for mock footage. That's what it felt like watching yeah. the movie. Mm -hmm. They would not stop telling you the things that they were learning. Like... Uh huh. They could not let 
Joe, Joe, there was a great moment where uh, it was during the the astronaut was was Walter, and the brother was Danny scene, and they that the the older astronaut disappeared, and Joe's like. What you said something, and then, I was like, I was like, do you get it yet? Do you get uh-huh. it yet? They're the same person. And then Walter literally said, "He was me," <laughs> and as if responding to Joe's question, because they have to state every single thing in this movie, because you can't, you can't let people read between the lines. Oh my god. The- Hey, yeah. here's the the line reading that I read. You fridge the only female character, and I'm still upset. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I tech- am, it, if she, if she had been part of the movie, it would have been a better movie. I I yeah. I I liked my movie plot better. It was the same exact thing, but my movie was better. It was. It was. And they learn things in my version too. Go listen to the first half. I can't remember now. I want really quick to mention something else as a point of levity that doesn't have to do with this movie. Are we done talking about the movie? I want to be. I mean, like, okay. Let's not make the mistake that Zathura makes and continue to talk about it longer than yeah, it deserves. Yeah, so I think it's pretty clear that. Okay, I want to state. The, the moral of this movie for us, because we need to tell you what we think about this movie in case you didn't get it yet. We did not enjoy this movie for our own personal reasons. Joe got upset and I got tired. And I don't know if that came clear enough during our discussion, but here I am telling you right now. I kept trying to give it chances. I... Do you get what I'm doing yet, Joe? That I'm mocking what the movie did by saying that... Where I'm, I'm stating what we learned about the movie because the movie taught us what it learned. But I, but what I think we really should do is talk about how the movie, um, it, I can't even do it right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even go on a bit you with you. I'm so mad. It's fine. I'm. I can barely carry it. That was a. Do you remember how tiresome what I was just saying was? That was the movie. Oh my god, I'm so tired. I'm so angry. <laughs> I made you angry again by just doing what the movie did. That's it. We did okay. not enjoy this. If Go find some siblings and watch this movie with them, though. <laughs> so I want rough. you to sit that sit through that, please. Just get, watch it with somebody who will get as angry at it as I did. Because... Okay. Okay, the main question is, Ray, would you recommend this movie to people? Okay, yeah, yeah. Get it. Right? No. No. <laughs> For okay. all of the above reasons, and I'm not going to repeat them. It's... At the end of the movie, <laughs> Lisa has a line where she's like, Oh my god, my brother, I was gonna... And it's like, you all chose to wrote that. Like... This did not just happen. You just Cr- Kristen Stewart did not choose to improv that, I hope. They so deeply could not resist writing a romantic plot into a movie, but they only had so many characters, and so even though some of them were siblings, they just had to like throw something in there. It's fine because in the developer commentary, they're only actually half siblings. They're not actually blood related. <laughs> no, stop. <laughs> okay. As a point of levity, I want to get into this. Okay. We watched this movie on Amazon Prime. 
which we were able to watch it for free <laughs> with ads. <laughs> and which was a, a very fun treat. Um, fun? It, I mean, it, 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 it was free. I'm so glad it was free. But what was yeah, fun me for me is that the first ad that came on was um, <laughs> <laughs> was some men in uh, like an Arctic way station, like singing karaoke, and they were singing Backstreet Boys. At first, I paused it because I thought Ray was watching an ad, and I thought I was still watching the movie because I hadn't well, gotten to the part where it was an ad yet. It was just men in an Arctic way station singing karaoke. And I think it is perhaps an indictment, but certainly indicative of science fiction movies that at any point you can randomly cut away to men in an Arctic way station and you just assume, oh, that's part of the movie. Yeah, it was really good. I thought, like, I got about 10 seconds past Joe after I said, I think I'm watching an ad. I'm like, I am I? <laughs> it might be the movie. And then... They started doing a voiceover. I'm like, no, this is a Geico commercial. <laughs> so, that was fun. Honestly, did I enjoy the ads? I actually kind of did. They were the same four ads. I want to go see Dora the Explorer. Her middle name is not Explorer. Don't say that. Don't say that. Oh, Ray. Are we done? It feels like it. I'm but... done. Put a fork in me. Thank you so much for listening to my footage. It's a positivity podcast where you talk about the joys of watching movies with your friends and sharing these these magical treasures uh, that they may have missed out on, such as Zathura, which is a great time. I had a lot of fun watching this movie with Joe, yeah, still. But you know what? I had a lot of fun watching it with you, but I, I would not recommend that to any one who to is any not us. people <laughs> and i'm never watching it again <laughs> ever ever I <laughs> yeah i have a feeling that like subconsciously if i see it on tv i'm just gonna switch it to yep. something else yep. um, sorry dax love you sorry dax you're you're a, a treasure and i'm sorry this happened to you same to you Kristen stewart and mr hunger games yeah and mr hunger games and i don't know what danny's up to these days i don't know what danny's up to whatever yeah yeah, you can reach out to us. You can send an email to... Oh, you can send an email to mockfootage at gmail.com or you can leave an iTunes review. Or you can find us on Twitter at mockfootage. Tell an, us what movies to do that I haven't seen. Yeah, we're kind of getting loose with the format a little bit, actually. So we're Are we? open to suggestions. Yeah, it's it's whatever. It's, it's, whatever. it's a movie podcast. It's, a movie it's our podcast. podcast. Come on. It's, we can do whatever we want. Um, I do want to point out that we do have a couple of reviews, Ooh. and this is the first time this has happened on this show. So let's just let's just get into it. The first is from Kyla Jedi, and it says, Great! "I know them with two exclamation points." Yes, they were on the Perfection episode, and it's a five star review, and it says, "I listen to mostly film podcasts, and I'm proud to add mock footage to my list of favorites. This Aww. one stands out from the others I listen to because of its approachability." While it's fun to listen to film critics discuss obscure art cinema, it's sometimes even more rewarding to hear movie lovers... I really thought that said movie losers. (laughs) (laughs) Either or. Either or. To hear movie lovers discover more mainstream films and think about why they are considered classics and loved by so many people. 
The two hosts are hilarious and their friendship really shines through and is the heart of this podcast. They also have some very valuable discussions while keeping the tone approachable enough that anyone can listen. Even if you're not a hardcore movie buff or haven't seen the films they're talking about, this is the kind of podcast that makes me remember why I love films so much, and these two are a joy to listen to. Highly recommend. Aw, Kyla, thank you. Thank you so much for getting it. I'm going to cry. Thank you for understanding the the moral of our story, even though we didn't have to say it directly Mm. for you. I'm sorry, Zathura. I keep dragging you, and I need to stop. Don't be sorry. Don't be sorry. They haven't... They have an incest subplot. We don't have yeah, to apologize. Yeah, you're, you're right. Anybody. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. And let's never talk about it again. The second new review uh, is from JDP1313. It says, fantastic. And it's five stars. And it says, these guys are creative, funny, and just downright awesome. Aw, most of that is true. Thank you so much. <laughs> I don't feel awesome right now, but I really appreciate yeah. it. I feel a little bit more awesome now. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, JDP. All right. Time to get out of here. Ray, what was the best line from the movie? I'm in space, but not like this. Wait, no. Um, um, he was me? <laughs> okay. Okay, I was gonna I was gonna put out the when the meteor hits the urn and Danny says Grandma. Which that is was really, really good. One. But he was me. I think is more appropriate. Um, hey everybody, don't don't tweet don't tweet Mr. Hunger Games. He was me. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. And Please if you don't do, do that. Certainly that's... don't tell them we sent you. <laughs> Please don't. Don't do that. That's rude. That's disrespectful. Disrespectful? Disrespectful. Now, just because we're ragging on the movie doesn't mean we're ragging on the actors. They're still people. Mm -hmm. He was me? You're a baby. I'm baby? He, He was baby? Lunar Light Studio. Pretty, witty, and gay. I'm your host, Andy. I hate most things, but I try not to let that get in the way of me enjoying my life. And I'm Evan. I love most things, and it really makes me enjoy my life. I'm Ronnie. On our podcast, Ending Pending, we talk about television shows that have only lasted for a single season. They're like canceled show investigators. That spells CSI. Yeah, it's it's like a bit. That's a bit. Yeah, that was like a joke there. We go episode by episode to find out what's working, what's not working, and where it all went wrong. And it's not just bad shows. Sometimes we do really good shows. Yeah, like Kings. Yeah. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah. Really good. And The Quest. Ooh, love The Quest. Yes. Good choice. Excellent show. And Selfie. Oh, no, no. No, Ronnie, no? no. That no, was a bad selfie. one. That was, that was oh. yes, real bad. We didn't like that. You can catch new episodes every Wednesday on LunarLightStudio.com or wherever you download your podcasts. Ending pending. Is it working for you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>